because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Visit our website at wihhw.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, see guest links and information, and some fancy extras. Also, check us out on Facebook at, at What I Had Heard Was, and Instagram at What I Had Heard. And if you really want to get something off your chest, shoot us an email at what I had heard was at gmail.com. Now that you've been informed, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Welcome to What I Had Heard Was. I am Jennifer. And I'm Anna. And I'm Diane. And today we're going to talk to you about weird laws. I think most of them are pretty weird. Yeah. I think, like, the only real laws are the ones that are enforced. You know what I mean? There's a lot of laws, like, there are a lot of laws on the books. You can't have a giraffe in town square, things like that. But I guess if you actually had a fucking giraffe, then they might enforce that. Right. Yeah. Delaware. You're not allowed to tie a giraffe to a light post. There we go. It had to be somewhere, right? You'll get a ticket for it. still on the books. In some places, you can get a citation for $20 for committing adultery. That's all? Totally worth it. Spank, spank. (laughs) I guess that goes in a couple directions, doesn't it? Well, I was really excited to talk about this topic today because my chair is squeaking. Mine is, too. (laughs) That's that's why you're excited about it? No, I just... (laughs) Yes. Um, Because in a previous episode, I think I mentioned to you that my dad was a police officer and Mm -hmm. I used my chore as a kid was updating law books. So he would have these binders on his shelf filled with pages of laws that he had to know. And when any of them got updated, he would give he would hand me the packet of updated pages of laws. And then I would have to take out the old page and put in the new page in the binder. This is like my chore growing up. And I got really familiar with laws and some like, and I would be like a 10 year old Diane. I'd be like, gee, this one, you can't be naked in public. Like, (laughs) like like I was, that was my form of dirty uh, literature. So I was really excited to talk about some of them today. Brilliant. You're gonna be our, you're you're gonna be our, our ace, our ringer. I wish I could like pull out the law book now and just read through it, but we don't have them anymore. Well, in New York State, which is where I grew up and where I had to learn these laws, you can't wear a mask unless you're at a party. Who do you think that still stands? Like, because that would be problematic. It it is, but I think it's just what you were saying that it's not enforced. So, I mean, people wear masks I mean, all the time. What if you wore? I don't know. I feel like anywhere the three of us would go, though, would automatically be a party. So, True. I mean, who's to say? Who's to say? I'm going to wear a masquerade mask uh, when I go to the doctor next time and see if that flies. <laughs> I wonder how much the ticket is. That's something I don't know. Mm. How much the fine is. It's worth it. Yeah. Fair point. There are a lot of things, a lot of laws that are worth breaking, you know, when you find out, (laughs) like, the even potential punishment if you get caught. And let's be honest, for most things, people don't get caught. Right. But I had this sort of existential crisis while I was reading all these laws, too, because I was like, 
Oh, well, I'm not going to pay attention to that one because I don't think it's, I don't think it's right. Or like, I think it's right. And the law thinks it's wrong. And then I sort of caught myself because I was like, that's kind of flawed logic for laws. Like, you probably wouldn't be doing it if you didn't think there was some rationale for it. Or you're just like, fuck the police, you know? There's those people, too. Just want to watch the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I see, like, yeah, because my, whenever I hear of a law that it's like, what? You know, it's like when you read, when you read the warnings on your toaster, of like, don't operate them, you know, underwater. You're like, who in the fuck was like, I need to make toast underwater. I mean, I understand I'm being obtuse about this, but like, you know, it's like this had something had to have happened to then go great. Now we got to fucking make a rule about that because this dill hole decided to, you know, chuck one of these into the bathtub, you know. But don't you think that has to happen like more than once before they start putting warning labels on stuff? Like how many dumb fucks tried to make toast underwater before they're like, dude, we need to label this. Right. This is an issue. Yeah. So how many people in Kentucky, Anna, used reptiles in their religious services, but they had to make that illegal? Oh, well, (laughs) there's actually a sect of Christianity where they are known for snake handling. And so that basically the whole idea is that they would they have such strong belief in God that God will protect them from whatever harm. And so they would hold poisonous snakes uh, during sermons. And so it's like, you know, so they would be holding them, shaking them around, um, have people lie down and put these things all over them. But the problem is, is that even though you're a Christian, the snake isn't. And so the snake would still bite people and then people would get sick or lose limbs or unfortunately die. And so then they are like, okay, you got to stop this because people are dying. That's a broad generalization. It's possible that they're only bit by the snakes that are atheists and like the other ones are in fact Christian mm. snakes. Oh, that's fair. Touche. Yeah. I, I was I, I I was imposing, you know, my own bias on the snake, so I apologize for that. So. An apology from what I had heard was the podcast uh, all reptiles everywhere. <laughs> all the reptiles are like block. And they don't we just anymore. got canceled by the lizard people. <laughs> yes, exactly. But for the lizard people who aren't canceling us, you should definitely give us good ratings. Ooh, yes. You can go to iTunes um, or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. And, well, wherever you listen to us. I'm hoping it's us and not somebody else. <laughs> uh, and give us some ratings. Let us know. It means a lot to us in the podcasting community. Um, it makes us grow uh, both in audience numbers and as in our pants. Oh, in sorry. our pants. We grow in our pants. I meant like emotionally grow, grow, oh, succeed. Oh. But yeah, that too. An emotional boner. Yes, it gives us emotional boners. And I, for one, welcome our lizard overlords. So, I mean, yeah. they can't be now doing any just, worse than, than we uh, are. So. Now you're just backtracking. <laughs> Do you care about the religion, like, when you're electing them? 
Uh, I do not think that religion should play a part in who gets elected. I want somebody who's going to, you know, look out for all of the people and do the things that they promise they're going to do. Agreed. So I don't care. I don't care what your religion is. And I don't think it should be any part in governing at all. And we don't care if you're a lizard either. Exactly. If you can do the job well, fucking do the job. That's great. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> now, if that lizard, I mean, not the lizard, the snake. Yeah. If the snake, it doesn't really matter, gets away and you've essentially lost a dangerous animal in Ohio, you have to report it. Well, which makes mm. sense, though. Like, people have those big fucking, like, big snakes. You know, it'll push the lid off because their owners are dumbasses. And next thing you know, well, there's, like, a child being squashed. Which nobody... And, and in Ohio, people have wild animals as pets. You know, it's, yeah. like, one of the states where you can, like, have a tiger <laughs> as a pet. And that shit gets loose sometimes. Bobcats. You know, people keep that, like... Don't keep wild animals as pets, but if you want to, you can do it in Ohio, and if they get loose, you got to report it. Apparently, it's illegal to be a raccoon in my neighborhood because my neighbors <laughs> called the police on a raccoon, which I, I am. I watched the whole interaction between the police and the raccoon on my security cameras. Pretty sure that they killed it. Oh. Vigilante. I mean, justice. unless it was sick. That's what I wondered, too. But the police officers decided they were going to walk in the backyard without telling us. Bad, bad, bad. I ignoring your trespassing, no trespassing signs? Yeah. I mean, they can't do that. Like, if, for the pursuit of justice, like you said, they can't go in people's yards. Pursuit of raccoon justice? No, I mean, if it was, if it was like, rabbit or something, then obviously I want them to take care of it. But we were out there bringing stuff in because our poor grocery guy got stuck in his car. He couldn't get out because of this fucking raccoon running around. Stealing groceries. Yeah, right. Now I get a text, and he's like, I can't get out of my car. There's a huge raccoon in your yard. I was just like, stay there. Wow. Times. There was one law that said that you can you can't hunt on Sundays except if you're hunting raccoons. Really? And I know I said that that way on purpose. Raccoons. Trap them. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon. Raccoon. If you trap them, you can't just let them go. I think you have to kill them. Oh, really? They're so cute. They're little hands though. Yeah, <laughs> they they're, creep they're me little... the fuck out. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's but it's those little hands that make them so destructive. That's the thing. Yeah. Same with us. It's our thumbs, man. Because of these thumbs, we are just so fucking destructive. Scourge of the earth right here, us and raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the, the rules and things that always were like, this just seems weird. Like I don't it, it HOA rules. Right. Homeowners associations. Like, mm -hmm. I understand that, like, if you, you know, if you live in a condo, you live in an apartment building, townhomes, like where you're physically sharing a lot of like space and land, you're literally living on top of each other. You know, it's like, cool. There's certain rules of like, you know, we all have to live together, etc. 
But when you're in a in a associate, like you, you're in a neighborhood, you got your own yard, you got your own space. As long as you're not intruding on anybody else's, I don't understand why, like, you, you know, your lawn has to be a certain way or your house can't be a certain color or you can't have more than, you know, X amount of vehicles in your yard. It's like you're paying for it. This is, you know. It's like so renting your I'll, property from the HOA. Right. They're not mowing my lawn. They're not taking care of my car. So it's like, why, you know, why? Pay them to annoy you. Yeah, pretty much. So most of those rules, I think, are weird. So not that this is a podcast about Diane's dad, but I do have a story about my dad in that he has a home in an HOA and he put up a American flag because he's a veteran. And he got chewed a new one that he didn't get permission to put this American flag up. And so Mm -hmm. my dad was like, fuck that. If you're telling me I can't put up an American flag, I'm just going to sell my house and move. Because, like, how how can that be an HOA rule? Right. And it's the whole, like, well, you didn't get permission to do it. It's like, but it's my yard. It's my house. I am paying for these things. Why do I need your permission to put up? And especially an American flag. It's like, I'm here for the country. It's not. It's offensive in the United States. There is no justifiable reason. It's just being bitches. They're petty little bitches. HOAs are are one of the few things that are pettier than me. (laughs) I mean, and that's a short list. Right. Yeah. You and those cocaine hippos from last <laughs> week. I feel like I kind of go on the edge of whatever it is we're talking about. So I'm going to bring this in right on the edge. Arizona has a law that no one household needs more than two dildos. Oh, see, you know, that's bullshit. Right. But I don't bullshit. think like, there's like a dildo patrol that's going to come out and, uh, you know, like count. Them. Yeah. How do you how do you enforce that? I mean, because technically you can use common household items as dildos, you know? So it's like... Reading off this vocal media uh, site, it says also that Dallas, Texas doesn't care how many dildos you own, as long as they're not made to look realistic. Oh, see? Heck, fuck, fuck you, Texas. You're I don't taking know. taking all the joy out of stuff. I want all the dildos in all the forms, just so I can, like, display them. Just to have a big F you. Yeah. While you F yourself. Right. <laughs> Nobody needs to. Your own masturbation by yourself should be your own fucking business, you know? Yeah. So much of this stuff should be your own fucking business. Yeah. If you're not hurting anybody, just. That's how I feel about life. Just like leave everybody the fuck alone if they're not bothering anybody. Right. Um, so like our buddy Joe from Hallmark of Greatness last week was talking about, you know, how we've got these crazy laws, you know, you're talking about jaywalking, Mm -hmm. you know, and just how ridiculous it is. I looked into it. Apparently America is the only country in the entire planet that has jaywalking laws. That sounds about right. You know, so it's like, so then I, you know, I started looking, you know, because then it made me think of like, what are the rules, laws do we have? in our daily lives that we're just used to because they've always been that way for as long as we've lived. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Good question. It is a great um, question. You know, and so I was thinking about it, and one of them that struck me was the fact that, like, okay, so a police officer needs a warrant to search a house, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't need a warrant to search a car or to search you. So it's like, what's the difference? Like, you know, like, why is it okay? Is that true? You you need probable cause. You need, you can't just search somebody's car without. Right. But that's the thing is that you don't have a warrant. You're like, I think that might happen. So in which case, like to get a warrant, you have to go to a judge and the judge gets to rule. Mm -hmm. So when a cop is like, I have probable cause, so I'm going to do this. They have, instead of becoming the enforcer of the law, they have become the judge. Yeah. You know, so they are they are switching their roles, you know. And so I always thought that was weird that it's like, why is it, you know, you can go through one door, but you can't go through these other, you know, like, or you can't go through one door, but you can go through these other doors. Like, why is, you know, these are still my possessions. These are still my things. I still own my pockets and my pants. Why are you going into them? So I always thought that was weird, you know. It's good. I think it's good that they can't open your phone without a warrant unless you just open it for them. Oh, is that true? I mean, yeah, you have to get a warrant to go through your phone. I mean, if you open the phone and hand it to them, they can do whatever they want as far as I know. At least they'll try to do whatever they want. Don't ever unlock your phone and hand it to the police. Right. Yeah, I guess it's the same as your house. Like, if you open the door and say, sure, you can come in. It's like vampires. If you invite them in, then, you know, that's your, you're the dumbass. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so I always thought that was kind of a weird law. Speaking of vampires, did you see the season finale of What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Oh, my God. That's such a good TV show. No spoilers. No spoilers, but but, oh, my God. I'm so excited about next season. That's all I got to say. Yes. See, I, I thought that this past season was a little rocky, so I haven't watched all of it yet. I agree with you, but they they finish strong. Yeah. Okay. Part of me feels like, though, that I feel like it may be jumping the shark and may start mm-hmm. to take the same turn as The Office did, because mm-hmm. The Office is about people being in an office. Once The Office left The Office, mm-hmm. then it started to be like, ah, okay, all right, these are just dumb people doing some dumb shit. So... I have a concern that that's something similar may be happening with that TV show, but hopefully they can bring it back around again because, you know, the creative forces in it are pretty fucking good. So I hope so. It's really great. It was nowhere near as good as I think the previous seasons have been. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I can watch those over and over again. Those first couple seasons. Yeah. Speaking of mythical creatures. In the state of Washington, it is illegal to kill Bigfoot. I should hope so. Well, yeah, what the fuck's he ever done to you? <laughs> Just an alternative or like a hairy human. You know, you can't kill people. Can he not? No, we can't. We can't. So since he's a ha- hairy human, we shouldn't be able to uh, to kill him. Oh, I see. I see. So speaking of killing things, it is legal for a pregnant woman to commit murder in New Hampshire. That's understandable. Right? Yeah. I mean, like only one or like one a month or is there a limit? 
you know, I don't know the answer, but if you want me to, I'll find out. <laughs> if you need to know the quota, it's like you only know. her husband, or if so many questions. I think it's a technicality. Uh, I wonder if like pregnant women who don't live there, who go there, can then commit murder. Mm. Can you imagine a bunch right. of pissed off, like serial killing women, pregnant women? Yes. <laughs> Every woman at 38, 39 weeks. Fuck you. Right. Well, that's what you get. Hormones are a bitch. But once you have your baby, you can't barter them in the state of Pennsylvania. You can't barter No bartering with infant. Not, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can barter with them, but you can't barter them as currency. That's good. I mean, I wonder how much you could get for a baby. Why did they have to? I mean, yeah. Can you just can you just sell them outright? Like, I don't want to barter. That's fair. Yeah, I think there was some sort of trend in the '60s, and maybe I'm making this up, but this is what I think I heard. Why I had heard was (laughs) there was this woman that would take celebrities' children when they gave birth and then resell them because there was a market for them. She would pretend to be a nurse in the hospital. They, they stole yeah. her baby? Ugh. They stole... Well, she stole their babies? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you know what? I'm remembering what I had heard wrong. She pretended to be a nurse, and she would steal the babies from the hospitals and sell them to celebrities oh, because okay. there was a market for um, infant white babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there still is. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody wants a white kid. I don't know why. We're all bitchy assholes. <laughs> well, not, not all of us, but yes. <laughs> no, 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 yes. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Along those lines, in Mississippi, you can't have more than one illegitimate child. Mm. Oh, so many people are messing that one up down in Mississippi then. Oops. And how do you prove that? DNA. I guess with DNA, you can you can do that now, but they stole my sperm. <laughs> and what's the repercussion? Like yeah. Oh yeah. You're fined. You have to pay child support. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, right? You already gotta deal with it. Like that that see, and that's just one of those rules that just, you know, it's like I mean, they were trying to have dudes keep their dicks in their pants, but obviously it's not working, so. I give that law zero titties. And speaking of which, Ooh. shall we do? We have things. Yeah. We, we rate things your we review. Rate. This week, we have a review from Hot Ron 101. Oh, can I just give his name like two titties? Two titties. It's titled Glorious, Five Stars, Interesting, Relevant, and Most of All Funny. Covering a wide range of often bizarre topics in an often frank but entertaining way is what makes this podcast a must-listen. Get it in your earballs now or be cursed forever. Yay. <laughs> I'm going straight six titties with this one. Uh because of the word earballs. <laughs> I mean, I think those are like my third favorite kind of balls. So, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to go for six titties. 
You know, I immediately was like thinking of the first two and could only think of one. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, I'd give it six titties as well. Six titties all around. (laughs) Woo! Woo! Thanks, Hot Ron. Thanks, Hot Ron. Our second review of the night is EJ4722, five stars. You guys will appreciate this one. This show makes me tingly. Ooh. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Get hot run back here and we'll have a party. Tingling and all you know no parts. Thank you, EJ. Six titties. Six titties on this. Aw, you make us tingle too. Thanks. Make our titties tingle. Mm. Anna. Yes. How many titties? Oh, I'll give them some tingly titties. Uh, six. Six tingly titties? That was going to be clever and it's not happening. So I like six ting. ting- what you said. Diana. <laughs> <laughs> How many tingly titties do you give EJ? Listen, this might be controversial, but I give him... Only five, because I wanted more. Oh, that's fair. More tingle? Well, you give me the tingles, then what else? Tingles first, tingles. He blue-balled our review. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe EJ is from Arizona and only has two dildos. Therefore, can only get so tingly. Ah. That's a good point. Also, can I backtrack and say we're assuming it's a he? I was just going to say that it could be. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yep. Either way, they gave me blue balls. (laughs) Tell us all about your tingles, EJ. You can email us at what I had heard was at gmail.com. You know know who gets some really good reviews, though? Who's that? Who? Our sponsor. Reach a higher level of self. Find balance and calm. Become woke. With the teachings of Tate Fromage, your mind and body will meld on a spiritual level like hot, melty cheese. Once you complete our 20-week course, you will become stronger in your sense of purpose and lighter in your pocket. Go to our website, to unlock the secrets to eternal happiness at wihhw.com slash fromage. You are a mere step away from starting a lifelong journey toward the ultimate fondue. In states of Florida, Montana, Utah, and Virginia, you can't have sex in any other position than missionary and i am glad i do not live in any of those four states although i don't know like if they have sex police well and it's that kind of bullshit that happens when you get a country that was founded by a whole bunch of puritanical zealots who were kicked out of england for being too religious Mm -hmm. thank you puritans There's so many other positions besides missionary. Like, come on. There is. (laughs) Oh, Diane.
will open your eyes. It's a whole new world. I can show you the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to traumatize you both right now at this one I just found. Uh, Utah allows sex with animals unless it's performed for profit. Mm-hmm. According so, like, to you local can do media. It volu- so you can do it voluntarily, but you can't get paid for it. Yeah. Utah, I don't love what that. The fuck. I know, right? Like, everybody's got to do their side gig. I'm like, no, throw them a couple bucks. Why not? Meanwhile, in South Carolina, you can't seduce unmarried women. Unmarried women. Because you can't so, have sex with an unmarried woman. But so, you can sed- but you can seduce a married woman. Right. It didn't clarify, but that's the implication, yes. That's not a great oh. law. That's almost as good as Florida's law where you can have sex with a porcupine. Oh, you can't have sex with a porcupine. But why did they need that law? Yeah, people trying to do that. There's only one person. Like, only dudes would try to fuck a porcupine. Yeah. Yeah. You know that law was not made for a woman. Women are like, no. Yeah, most of these laws were not made for women. Yeah. I'm assuming all these laws are made because there was some some stupid bro that's like, hey, check this out. Look what I can do. Exactly. Hold my beer. (laughs) Oh, my beer. Look what I can do. I'm an idiot. Uh, great. Now we got to have a law, Jethro. Thanks. So many laws about animals fucking. Like, what are you supposed to do? Moose aren't allowed to have sex in the city streets well, of Alaska. You shoot them? Well, I mean, okay. So other than, like, animal cruelty, whatever. But, I mean, what's the harm in somebody fucking an animal? I mean. Consent. Other than, like. Other than, like, yeah. di- spreading diseases, but... Consent. But animals don't consent to any of the things that we do to them at all. But that doesn't make keeping those them right as, either. Keeping, keeping them as pets. They don't consent to that. Mine the does. Stuff- Mine won't fucking leave the couch. <laughs> <laughs> they consent in much the same way we consent to be Americans. You know what I mean? We just go with what we've always known. You're born into it, so. Yeah. I think you make a good point, and I just can't, I don't, I either can't or don't want to admit that that's true. That animals don't have consent? No, that, like, what's the harm in fucking an animal? And if you want to write Anna, you can email her at what I had heard was <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> you know, I mean... If you don't want to fuck animals, I have another suggestion. <laughs> yes, please. Let's get off this topic. How about Craigslist? I mean, I personally, I personally am not going to have sexual relations with an animal. But if you want to, and you're not hurting the animal, then I would fight for your right to do that. Okay, that's you know, right on. Uh, and now, <laughs> missed connections. Speaking of animal humping. (laughs) Jeez. Ouch. (laughs) I felt like there were slim pickings today, so I picked two very short ones. Oh, excellent. Because I feel like you're going to like this one. I'm going to start with, it's titled, Lady I Met at Probation. Yes. You really stole my heart the day we talked. You were absolutely amazing. Wish I had gotten your number. 
Damn, dude. Not your probation. <laughs> now, this is, I think that this has to be, I found two that mention a mower. It's titled <laughs> Like mower. a lawn mower? It says mower. <laughs> Okay. So. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right, Jennifer. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Was selling a mower. You came by and checked it out, among other things you checked out. Was an enjoyable Wait. time. Oh, yeah. Would love to show you the mower again and see where things go from there. Mail to mail. Like the guy doesn't know that already. Unless it's code. Does it just mean like any two dudes who want to mow each other's? You want to come check out my mower? Yeah. I don't know. Slim Pickens this week. What do you guys got? All right. So I got a mixed connection for you. This one's entitled, You Farted During Boyhood. Is that a movie it's or a, like when you were a child? I'm intrigued. The, the movie. It's cool. Oh, I see. Oh. The movie Boyhood. There we were, just enjoying a nice, quiet Saturday night at the movies. A slow mover, Linklater's Boyhood. Some popcorn, a few sodas. Nothing really happens in the film we found. For about 90 minutes or so, we stare listlessly at the screen. It's a thinking man's film, I say. Beautifully shot. It's about life and death and relationships and things of that nature. Just then, at a brief, carefully timed cinematic pause in the dialogue, an enormous fart from somewhere in the back pierces an otherwise silent movie theater. It had the impact of a baseball bat hitting a leather couch or George <laughs> Foreman working the heavy bag. Whack! Loud, deep, and masculine. The seat cushion heroically absorbed most of the blow, but not enough that each and every person in that movie theater instantly burst into nervous laughter. The laughter continued for what felt like a good five minutes until tears streamed down our faces. Even well after the blast, we quickly chuckled or we quietly chuckled to ourselves with a remember the time that guy farted at the movie theater <laughs> gleam in our eyes. And just like that, with a soft chuckle and a deep breath, we were back into the film. Things happened. People drove around Texas. Relationships came and went. There was crying. There was hope. And it was as if we'd all forgotten about the fart that had brought us together that night. As the sun began to set on screen. The teenage boy, no longer a boy, transitions into an adult before our very eyes and looks intently, lustfully into a young girl's eyes, as if to lean in for a kiss. And brap! Another fart from the back row, like two giant hands clapping together, and the screen goes dark. Roll credits. We decided after laughing our way out of the theater and all the way home that this was the best movie that we had ever seen in our lives. I imagine the lone fartist sauntering off into the sunset, his work done here. If only I could say thank you, kind sir. You are truly a master of your craft. I call Craigslist nerd on this. And by that, I mean, this is somebody who, this is a totally fake story. And somebody goes through hoping that they're going to make it to the best of Craigslist. I'm convinced that's how it has to be. Are you just m mad about their... Their lyrical. No, I think it's fantastic. Their work. You are a what was it, <laughs> Diane? You're a artist. A fartist. <laughs> You're something wordsmith. <laughs> fartist. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> I want to put you on my payroll as my own personal fartist. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, it's possible. You know, somebody's uh, testing out their, you know, high school lit uh, education. I, I just, it sounds like all of these are written by the same person, like the ones you get. Oh, I think I just like those ones. Maybe that's, I'm just sharing the ones. That... You're just finding the superior Craigslist talent that I, I my search is lacking. <laughs> and I think that's really what, but, you know, in all fairness, I have isolated myself to Cincinnati's. Cincinnati's yeah, well, a fucking game. There's your first problem. Yeah. I need to go national. I was, I was very uh, centered on, on sex laws. I got distracted. I would get distracted by sex laws too. Yeah. Why? Why are what like other than assault and people forcing them like forcing themselves on other things and people and you know whatever? Like, why are there laws about sex? Exactly. It shouldn't be anybody else's business to tell us how to have sex or how not to have sex. Like, if you honestly. I think as far as if, if you have consent and you want to fuck 90 people a day, get at it. You know what I mean? It's totally your business. And if you want to own 900 dildos while you're fucking these 90 people a day, that's also your business. Yeah. And nobody should tell as you long you as, can't do that. As long as you're not hurting other people. Who the fuck cares? Ooh, Rhode have Island. On this uh, website, Lilo, L-E-L-O. In Rhode Island, they call oral sex, quote, an abominable, detestable crime against nature. See, this is so subjective. And it also depends on how you're doing it. <laughs> right. Is my vagina nature? Yes. It's the beginning of all nature. End of all things. <laughs> <laughs> it's Diane's specific vagina, not just vaginas yeah. in general. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Clearly. Anal sex is still illegal in 10 states. Yeah. Never yeah, thought in Massachusetts either. It's illegal for women to be on top during sex. In Massachusetts? In Massachusetts. Yeah, that's a Puritan thing again. Yeah, that makes well, sense. So is, the whole, so is the whole no anal sex thing, which is also, you know, just a crazy attack on, you know, the LGBTQ community. And I think that's why most of those laws are on there. You know what I mean? Like between the Puritans and then trying to hold LGBTQ community down. You know, that's where a lot of this shit comes from. So, yeah, if you're not heteronormative, then we are going to create laws to make your life suck. Balls. Yeah, it's not been. Except in Massachusetts. It's not been that long of a time that it was okay to publicly be gay. You know what I mean? Well, still not okay to publicly be gay according to these rules. Well, sure. Like. you still like it's still on the law books that you know gay men cannot donate blood. Is that right? I yeah yeah, and that's bullshit. And it's science has proven that that's a complete horse horse cocky, but it's still in the laws. Yeah, I mean that actually prompted one of my thoughts about me just doing what I think is right instead of following the laws. It's like giving blood. I give blood even though i've had tattoos or piercings or whatever so i'm like this is stupid so i just don't pay attention to any laws that i think personally are stupid right i mean i'm the the whole the whole piercings and stuff is just so that you don't have you don't spread hepatitis you know because you can you can get hepatitis through dirty needles right Mm -hmm. and so but they're assuming that 
people who have tattoos are immoral human beings. And of course, they're doing this in back alleys and, you know, with ballpoint pens and um, sewing needles. All of that stuff is just, you know, gross generalizations and stereotypes. And you're allowing laws to go on unfounded emotional responses as opposed to the facts of science. Because on top of it, they screen all that blood anyway. It's not like they just pump it directly from one vein to another. Like they put, dude, send that stuff through testing anyway, you know, and all that stuff is labeled, you know, and so it's like they, you know, they scan you in, they stick a label on a bag, they go and they test it, and then they give it somewhere else. If they test it and it turns out, hey, you've got some sort of STD or something, they'll let you know. It's all just bullshit. Yeah, it's none of their business that I got all of my tattoos in prison. (laughs) And that was just the name of the tattoo parlor. That's so. right. <laughs> Shh. You're in my street, yeah. bad man. Oh, sorry. Yes, she 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 did a she did a dime in Chino. How about that? Three for jaywalking. <laughs> That's right. I am a hardened criminal. You did you did thirty years in prison for jaywalking? Like you went there when you were ten? <laughs> yeah, and like you'd think I would learn, but no. Just crossing willy-nilly wherever you feel like. Yeah. What's the dumbest law like that's that everybody knows about, but in your opinion, the law that is everywhere, whether it's jaywalking or... And when I say everywhere, I mean in our country, not everywhere in the world. Wearing your seatbelt, that that's a law. Mm. I think it's dumb that that's a law. I think that, yes, everybody should wear your seatbelt. You should be safe. You know, don't speed, don't whatever. But I think that it's garbage that that's a law. That if you get pulled over, you can get a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt. I hear what you're saying, yeah. but I think the reason that they do it is because it overburdens the medical system. And injuries are much more significant in car accidents if you're not wearing a seatbelt. And why, yes, you do have the right to get into an accident and fly through your own windshield. If they put the law in, then more people will wear it, causing less people to be thrown through their windshields tying up the medical system that's my opinion i don't know that that's fact yeah i heard another opinion that was similar but it was the um that it was instituted by the um car insurance agencies Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to keep paying out money for people who kept getting hurt so they lobbied to make that a law so then that way they didn't have to pay out as much money anymore i could absolutely believe that also either way the effect is is that theoretically more people wear their seatbelts because they don't want to be punished with a ticket but i still think it's a dumb law though yeah i don't think that the government needs to tell us everything we we are allowed to do or aren't allowed to do i think we're responsible well i can't say you can't say that about the population at large not everybody is intelligent enough to behave oh no we totally aren't that's why if you have to have a fucking sign on a toaster that says don't use underwater right (laughs) no we're idiots you know, within the herd. That's Can fine. we talk about drugs and alcohol laws? Absolutely. Like, sure. Why are there... I, I mean, I, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that they're dumb. Because you either do them or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like everything and, else. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're under 18 and you're yeah. going to drink, you're going to drink. Right. Right. And drugs, like people who are going to do drugs, it doesn't matter if it's like what I would call mild recreational drugs or harder, more damaging drugs. 
criminalizing. They're going to do them. Yeah. Well, criminalizing um, addiction is one of this country's right. biggest failures or just, you know, maybe the world's biggest failures. I don't know. But it's certainly this country's people are sick and, you know, be pissed off all you want. I believe this people are sick and there's nothing they can do. Well, and also the fact of like we're supposed to be this like crazy awesome capitalist society. You know how much money is in the drug business? Yeah, tax that I mean, shit. Come regulate on, it. regulate that shit. Tax the fuck out of it. You know, and then you can use some of that money to like help the people who actually have addictions. You know, it's like, right. oh, okay, great. Let's get them. Let's get people some fucking help and stop paying just like, people in prison. That also yeah, saves a exactly. Huge, yeah. Yeah, you'll clear out the prisons. You make a whole bunch of money by taxing the shit out of it. We're creating all kinds of jobs. Right. You know? And that's the thing. Like, either you do it or you don't. Like, there's tons of bars and all this stuff. And there's even more people who don't drink. But it's this huge society. It's this huge social thing and whatever. And there's all this. Like, I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous. I do want to clarify. That does not encompass drinking and driving. Like, DUIs. Like, we're right. endangering other people. Correct. You should mm-hmm. not be doing like if you are under the influence of anything, Correct. you know, even if you're on a fucking sugar high, don't do anything that's going to endanger somebody else. But if we had better public transit, then we wouldn't have as many of those issues because yeah. people wouldn't be driving. Yeah. You I mean, honestly, to. when I lived in when I lived in London for a couple months, that was the best fucking thing was being able to just hop on the train. And just go wherever, whenever it was consistent. You know, I'm sure people in Chicago and New York City and stuff can commiserate that, you know, it's fantastic because you don't need a car because you can, you know, get around so easily. Now, those are in major cities, but you can still do similar things, you know, in smaller cities. You can have ride share. There's so many options that can be created. Yeah, it's a culture thing. Correct. Yeah. It's definitely a culture thing. And it's hard to change culture. It's hard to change that. So Americans love their cars and they don't want to give up the perceived freedom of it. But you know how fucking free you feel when you're like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I just hop on this train, drive back home and I'm good to go. It's like or to ride back home. and I'm good to go. I wonder if there's a higher use of drugs and alcohol where you have reliable transit systems. Hmm. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. We'd have to look into that. That's an excellent, that's a good thought. I mean, if you don't have to worry about getting yourself home, I mean, you still have to worry about getting your home, yourself home safely, but. I mean, and you don't want to be like blackout drunk because, you know, people still get mugged and uh, pickpocketed and, you know, rolled in their sleep, so to speak. But that also is more likely to happen in certain cultures than others. Good rule in general. Yeah. Try to live your life so that you don't become incapacitated. You know? <laughs> just as a general rule. Yeah. yeah. That's just a good general rule to live by. So we will have to look into that. But in the meantime, Anna, do you have any inspirational or motivational words for us today? Uh, yes, I do. Um, this one comes from one Otto von Bismarck. Laws are like sausages. It is better not to see them being made. Uh, It's funny because it's true. And next week, we are going to discuss weird habits, which should be exciting. Which is basically just a laundry list of how we run our lives daily. (laughs) (laughs) Weird and or fucked up habits. 
This week's friend of the show is the wonderful Ratchet Book Club, which you should be listening to if you're not. Uh, he's an amazing guy. Great podcast. And go check him out. What's it about? He reads the hood classics and the good classics. I love it. Well, and with that, guys, what I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you next week.